Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Over 45 years. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Welcome to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome to our Football Friday. I don't know if we've got enough lines. I don't know if we have enough numbers to go around. I am joined here in Greenwood by Tim Terry, the legendary voice only in his own mind, of the Greenwood Bulldogs. we got Barry Grooms of Hootons, Arkansas Football Magazine. We've got Rick Schaefer. And we have a special bonus we have. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Now you may be wondering why we have on, at this time, Trey Biddy, he normally is 5 o'clock, but he has a special event he has to attend tonight, so I believe it's in Rogers, if I remember correctly. Trey, are you with us? Hello, Maybe Trey. these lines. Maybe it's all these lines. You know, it's interesting you say you, you don't know if you have enough lines because uh, the discussion has been about offensive lines all week. Trey Biddy says, I can't get through any of the tie lines. Yeah. All right, uh, Bear, if you could, could you drop just for a little bit to the bottom of the hour, if that's okay Got with it. you? Yep. All right. So hopefully we will have a line. Hi, Trey. Now How you much? can do it. One of the tie lines has been dropped. Now you can get on. I'll say that? try again. Try, try that? again. Try yeah. again. Yeah. While he's trying, I okay and, you. you know, Randy, if you want to... If you want to know how to do a call-in show, and you've done this for many, many years. I don't know how. Many, many years you've done this. Maybe we ought to take the tact that Nick Saban took on his call-in show. Nick Saban did his call-in show this week. Okay, Trey Biddy says I'm in B. So Trey's in B. Nick Saban. Trey, are you there? I'm here. Okay. There you go. Got me? Okay, good. Gotcha. But did we lose Rick? Oh, and he's got a guy named Pee Wee Roberts who calls him regularly. And so Pee Wee was the first caller. And he says, Coach, how are you, sir? Here's how what Nick Saban said next. Well, Pee Wee, I've been wanting to talk to you all week, man. We gotta firm up the pocket. We're setting too soft. We're getting pushed back in the middle. Everybody thinks we can't hold up against the blitz, and they're sacking us with a four man rush. One three-man rush. Only one sack came off pressure. So I wanted to ask you, Pee-wee, what the heck is going on? <laughs> Pee-wee said, Coach, I believe you covered it all right there. <laughs> what, a great way to, what, what a great way to deal with callers, huh? <laughs> well, I, I mean, that's, that's about as simple as you can get it right there. That's right. That's about yep. as simple as you that's can right. get it. All right, Trey. Rick is on the line with us this time. He he has to leave again at 5 o'clock today. Yeah. But I can't wait to ask you this at, at 5 o'clock because you won't <laughs> be with us as well. Mm-hmm. Right. So, Trey, is the hay in the barn? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I hope it is. I, I think it's interesting, you know, that these two teams haven't really played anybody yet. There's not a lot of teams out there that haven't played, you know, the teams in the Power Five conferences that haven't played another Power Five school. There's only, what, I think four 
in the uh, maybe five in the Big 12, and then four in the SEC, and then after this weekend, there'll only be like two, I think, and one in each conference. So there's a lot of questions to ask with these two teams. I mean, this is this is the first time both of these teams have no excuse to say, you know, we're holding something back or we're trying to experiment. There's none of that. It's put your best players out there. You got to win this game. You got to pull out whatever you've got hidden so far, whatever lack of motivation there might have been last week or the week before. All that stuff's out the window for both of these teams. Uh, you know, I, I keep going back for Arkansas. I think Arkansas's got as talented a roster as they've had since Sam Pittman has been here. The most talented they've had since he's been here. Uh, I think they've got a better squad than BYU personnel-wise. Arkansas is the home team. It's going to be like 70 degrees at kickoff. It's going to be a beautiful environment in Razorback Stadium. It's a night game on ESPN2. Uh, there's just a, a lot of reasons to like Arkansas. And as I said yesterday, I, I take K.J. Jefferson over Keaton Slovis, at quarterback. Uh, I, th- I think just a lot of things when I check things off, they go in Arkansas's favor. Now, the best team doesn't always win. So what does that come down to? Mistakes. We hear people say all the time, well, we, they didn't beat us. We beat ourselves. No, they beat you. It's it's about the team. Everybody makes mistakes. It's about the team that limits them the most, and then it's about the other team, which team makes you pay the most for them. And that's something that the great teams have always done. They make you pay for your mistakes. And so that's something we haven't talked about a lot. Is Arkansas going to play, you know, a clean game from a penalty standpoint? The, you know, the first game I thought that one of the more encouraging things was they didn't have any procedure penalties. You know, the second game they they had a couple. Um, so don't make don't do things that are just going to, you know, kill you in that regard. I keep thinking back to, you know, what Florida did in that first game, just how many times they hurt themselves with having two number 3s out there on a special teams unit or false starting on a fourth and one, you know, or uh, just just mistake. not like, enough men the on the line of, of scrimmage. Right. Yeah, I those think are the, well, three now it's the backfield. not having enough men on the line of scrimmage. Yeah. 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 Uh, just just errors like that are things that can get you beat. And Arkansas has had two weeks uh, to practice and get more comfortable and figure out what they have. So this is it. I mean, this is I, – I, saying it's a must win is a, is a strong phrase for this, but it's, a, it's an important game to tell us, okay, what's Arkansas? Who are they right now? You know, and, and that evolves throughout the season, but this is the first real chance that I think, you know, I, and I'm not sharing any secrets with that, this is the first real chance for them to come out and show what they've got. I, I think Arkansas has got a better team than they got last than they had last year. Um, you know, we talk about all the culture issues that they have fixed and, you know, having two dozen transfers leads this program. And a lot of those, you know, players were – part of that issue, not all of them, but a lot of them were, having the staff change over, the strength staff change over, all the things that they've done to fix stuff. Um, all right, let's see it. You know, it's, it's time, and it's a it's a nice big stage for them. Craig, have you had a chance to uh, look at Bet Saracen, the double R prop specials? Have you had a chance to look at those? Well, that was Stump the Band. You won. Wow. <laughs> I didn't you get realize. dinner for two somewhere. How's that? Uh, what, what, all right. I'll, I'll get Tim's feedback. You get dinner Tim, for two Tim, what, do you think? what do you think of the double R prop specials? I've got five circled right now for sure. K.J. Jefferson over a half rushing touchdown. So one rushing score in K.J. and you're in the chips. That's just a gold mine right there, Randy. I mean, unreal. Look at the, look at the yards rushing. Yeah, over 50 yards rushing for K.J., uh, I like Dominique Johnson over 15 and a half yards rushing. Yeah, I'm going to get my 401k open on that deal. <laughs> okay, now Randy Trey Trey Biddy said he got kicked off. So how would he get kicked off? I don't know. This this is not. We're not talking about kickoff. He got kicked off. I'm not sure how that happened. I see it now. Okay. Cam Little over four and a half extra points. Speaking of kicking, that's a good bet. I think we'll score five touchdowns. Yeah, that see, I think it's quite fair. Um, <laughs> While we wait on Trey, hopefully he can get reconnected and not kicked off. Um, Greenwood taking on Siloam Springs. But one of the things that you shared with me a moment ago, 
down to your number three quarterback? Well, I know for sure that uh, that Kane Archer is not going to be going tonight, and our our uh, kid that came in for him last week was uh, Cooper Goodwin, and he sustained a little bit of an injury this week in practice, and I haven't heard officially uh, what his status is, but uh, the last thing I heard that was uh, unofficial was that uh, sh- that uh, Scott Holland was going to get the ball tonight, so it'll be anxious to see uh, who gets the call. L.J. Robbins is also an emergency quarterback. Both those guys are wide receivers, so it uh, should be interesting tonight to see how the Bulldogs uh, fare. Siloam will come down there, usually a pretty hungry team. Struggling a bit the first couple of weeks, but it'll be interesting. All right, Trey Biddy is calling in. So Yes, I've, I've, I've sent him oh, the you're number. The same thing. So. Okay, so hopefully we'll see Trey in a moment. Um, this is our football Friday. Next Friday, we'll be back with the Sonic Blast. That will be in Arkadelphia. But uh, today we are in Greenwood. And um, I've always, Tim, this is this has been one of my, I guess you can say, goals. <laughs> Maybe bucket list. I'm not sure if it gets that deep, but I've always wanted to come to Northwest Arkansas. There's great schools all the way up to the River Valley, all the way to Fayetteville, Rogers, Springdale's, etc. So we may be expanding on further towards the west eventually. Oh, no, that would be towards the east. Mm-hmm. And uh, get into Fayetteville, and then that way on a football Friday I could have Rick with me. Yes, absolutely. That would be just fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to Greenwood. We're glad you're here. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm not seeing Trey. I'm here. There oh, you go. Okay. okay. Are you back? Yeah, I just had to abandon the office to been glitchy today, so do the old way. Okay. Do it the old-fashioned way. Well, it's not showing up on my board, so I wonder if I've got problems there. Um, Trey, if you, were, if you were setting goals, if you were setting goals for this Arkansas offense for this game, what goals would you set for the offense? Well, I mean, we just touched on a couple of them. Procedure penalties, I think, are obviously... That's very important. Don't make mistakes like jumping off sides or five men in the backfield or, um, you know, letting the play clock run out, which happened a couple times last week. So, you know, those types of things. Um, the snaps, Randy, like you pointed out last week, I mean, week one, there were too many snaps that were too high. And week two, there were too many that were too low. And, yeah, guys, you cannot have your first read for a quarterback being whether or not the ball's coming to me or not. You know, <laughs> that's – that's that's a big problem. So got to get those things straightened out. Just those minor details. I think, you know, as far as throwing and catching the ball, Arkansas should have success. As far as running the ball, they should have success. It's those little things like that that, that cause you to lose ball games. Uh, you know, aside from that, I'd like to see Arkansas definitely go over 200 yards rushing. And, uh, you know. That's what I'm looking I don't know, for. 250 passing. That's what I'm looking for. Because I don't really feel like that and Trey may be a big play or two. I yeah. know he had a big play to start Certainly the game lacking last week. Western, yeah. Western Carolina, the 65-yard bubble screen out there to Jaden Wilson. But I'd like to see some, some big plays, some explosive yeah. plays. Really only four plays, I think, over 18 yards. Nothing over 38. I think that might have been the longest play last week. So. Uh, absolutely. That was one of the things I thought was disappointing. You know, we talk about, you know, what they did to milk the clock and, you know, play the four corners offense. Well, Arkansas was having long drives, you know, and that's, that's great to put together a long drive, but it's also a long drive against Kent State. You would, you know, you would expect to see some explosive plays. I thought KJ was a little bit off. You know, KJ hadn't been off much in, in his career. Uh, you know, even the Liberty game, he really battled back in that one, but, there's a couple of games, really, you could point to where KJ, you know, like had an off game. Uh, I mean, against most opponents, you know, not like obviously there's been Alabama and Georgia, although he played really well against Alabama two years ago. Uh, you know, but for the most part, against most opponents, KJ has been really, really solid and consistent for you. Keaton Slovis, I can point to five games last year where he was really off. Now, there's like a Miami game where they where he was really good, had three touchdowns and one interception, and had a high completion percentage. And then the week before that, you know, he he didn't play very well against Duke. 
so I think KJ is usually pretty consistent. I would just be really surprised, even though he had a 163 efficiency rating in the last game. Still felt off, didn't it? You know, he was yeah. he wasn't just on the mark like he was in in the first game. So I'm banking on KJ to get back going and you know being accurate and and being the KJ that we're used to seeing. Uh, and that's what I base a lot of my reasoning why I think Arkansas is going to win the game is because of KJ. I think he'll bounce back and have a really good game. Um, but yeah, uh, you'd like to see him have some consistency running the ball, as you mentioned, some big plays. And then the little things that I mentioned, you know, the snaps, penalties, those types of things, Just you just don't need those things to happen. Momentum killers. All right, Dre, what should be some goals? This is a offensive line of BYU that has had some of their issues. They're not, they're not blocking well in the running game. Uh, they seem to protect okay uh, in regards to the passing game. But what goals... Would you like to see Arkansas to hit defensively? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you you want to see the the defensive line do what we're all expecting them to do. Not a very good BYU offensive line. At least they haven't been playing very well. Uh, you, so you would like to see the defensive front dominate. You know, I talked about Monday going out there and seeing those linebackers hit, and I mean, guys, they were smacking each other. They were. You would hate to be a scout team guy because they were getting popped very, very hard. Um, and that's, you know, the tackling. Like, I can go back and look at the last game. Yeah, Arkansas had a bunch of sacks, TFLs in the last game. There were also plenty of times where, uh, you know, they had the guy dead to rights in the backfield and, and let him, you know, get up back up to the line of scrimmage, and it wasn't a TFL. Uh, so tackling, wrapping up, I think uh, swarming to the ball. You guys watching on TV, you want to see a lot of red jerseys in the frame, you know, flying over the pile kind of stuff. Um, that's usually a really good indicator. To me, that's, you know, I, I go back to, like, thinking about Houston Nuts' first pregame speech. You know, if you mess it up, go 100 miles an hour. And that, to me, is one of the biggest things when it comes to playing defense. You're going to give up plays. You just are. You're going to give up, you know, big pass plays every once in a while, um, you know. But keep keep it in front of you. Don't give up those big plays and really swarm to the football. To me, it's not so much like looking for a specific statistic as much as, you know, just the tenacity that you see on, on defense. That, to me, is, is a goal much as, as much as anything, as much as tackling numbers or sacks and stuff, just seeing them really swarm to the football. And, um, you know, I mean, that's, that's what it comes down to me. And if you do that, then everything else takes care of itself. I think we used to call them quarterback hurries. Just give me a bunch of quarterback hurries. Yeah, pressure, move him outside the pocket, change his launch point. Yeah, absolutely, all of those things. Because I think sacks are great, but if you can if you can disrupt the quarterback, period, then you're going to have success. And you're going to make him get rid of the ball faster, which helps your Mm -hmm. secondary. And let's face it, I I I'm not sure really still what to expect out of this secondary because I don't feel like they've really been tested. And right. we saw a few breakdowns, really, in both games. And second game against Kent State, it was more the linebackers, particularly in coverage on the tight end. But in the first game, even though he didn't get a chance to find them, there was the pressure being put on, which, if you get to look downfield, there were some open re- receivers down the field for Western Carolina. So, yeah, get in his face, make him get rid of it, and... Um, uh, that to me is the best formula possible. Rick, have you or, or Trey, have you heard about the numbers tomorrow? I, I would think this could be, should be a sellout. Ought to be close. I think it's going. Go ahead, Rick. Yeah, it ought to be close. Now, last week they announced the crowd at seventy-three thousand. Obviously, that's tickets sold because uh, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm going to guess there were probably sixty-five to sixty-six yeah. there, which yeah. is a heck of a good crowd for Kent State. Yeah. Uh, I would guess there truly will be 73 or more tomorrow. Uh, what's the sellout? Is it, Trey, is it 76 now? I don't know if they'll have 76. 76, which I, I really doubt that there's a round number 76. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm going to guess 73, 73,000 or so will show up for the game. Do you think that's about right? Yeah, I think uh, I think you could see an announced crowd of 74 or something like that. I think it will appear to be packed, though. 
you know. Yeah. I mean, just guys, there's no, like everybody. No, here's one of the things that nobody's really talking about just yet. Like, you know, people are talking. Hey, you want to go to the BYU game? Well, there's not another home game for 35 days. Oh my god! So if you want to get to one, this is the time to go uh, because it's it's going to be a while, and you're not going to get many. 70 degrees at kickoff, you know, no. probably 62 degrees by the time the game wraps up. Um, 6.30, you know, you get to tailgate all day and, and just have a, have a good time, hopefully, and, the whole and time. And even if you're on the east side, you're probably you're not going to get baked because yeah. even, let's say it's 73 or 4, the sun's going to be behind the west deck, right. so you'll be okay. Now, yeah. I think it was impressive last week, Trey, was the students. In that upper south end... Isn't that all students? Mm-hmm. Student overflow, yeah. I'm telling you, it was full. The, the students were there. Now, just like always, about halftime, some of them on the east side left. But the ones <laughs> in the upper deck, they, they stayed. Uh, it was a really good student turnout for that first game. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, Dixon Street's still going to be there, students. It'll still. They're not going to take it away. So, and they don't close. They don't close at right. nine o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So stay. Be loud. I mean, you never know what's going to happen in the second half. But there. I mean, inevitably, there's. You know, it starts leaking out. And you know, I think. I don't know. Maybe there's students that, you know, are from other states and stuff that aren't as into it. I don't know. But uh, I don't know. When I felt out, like when I was a student, at least. In the Houston Nut years, it was uh, it was rare that you would see it empty out like that. Uh, Trey, real quick before you go, would you bring me a jacket? I, 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 I've yeah, bring a jacket. Frozen... Oh. Yeah, no, I, I need you to bring me one. I, I'd forgotten I'm going mm-hmm. to the frozen tundra of northwest Arkansas. And, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to get cold, so be sure and bring I me I think you'll jacket. be okay with a little flannel, Randy. Get you some flannel. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm going to be that right. cold. We will see right, you bye, tomorrow guys. at the game and uh, get on Monday. All right. Back with Coach Young. Stat Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair presents Factor Crap. Each week on Morning Mayhem, listen for your chance to play on your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. With over 350 land specialists in 40 states, Whitetail Properties Real Estate is the premier rural real estate company in North America. And Mike Poor, your local Whitetail Properties land specialist, combines local expertise with the Whitetail Properties national reach to reach more buyers who are looking for hunting land, farmland, and rural homes. So if you're thinking about selling, you need to give Mike Poor a call today at 501-428-7177 or visit whitetailproperties.com. Greenway is your local source for John Deere equipment and implements. Now, we've made finding the perfect piece of equipment even easier. Shop our tractor packages online at GoGreenway.com. Till deeper with our down-to-earth package. Or save big with our Green Saver package. Need something with a little more muscle? Kick it up a notch with Greenway's Get In Gear package. We're here to support the DIYer in you. No matter what project comes your way, Greenway has you covered. Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home... Your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See Shelter agents Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Todd Session in Moralton, or Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff. 
Where can you find 16 cold beers on tap, the largest Irish whiskey selection in town, weekday happy hour, as well as college, pro, and even World Cup football games all on big screen TVs? Oh, and let's not forget the great food, great drinks, daily lunch specials, music on the weekends, and a private party room available with reservation. Well, of course it's Dugan's Pub, your favorite Irish pub in Little Rock since 2010. Dugan's Pub, downtown 3rd and Rock Street. Dugan's Pub, L. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to our Football Friday here from Greenwood. Tim Terry joining us along with head football coach Chris Young. We have Barry Grooms with us of Hooten's Arkansas Football Magazine. I'm Randy Rainwater. A real quick note on First Security Bank because they're all over the state. I did not realize they had 78 locations, over $7 billion in assets, over 900 employees, and more importantly, they have over 96 ATMs. You need an ATM. That's that's kind of like your best friend. And you can also uh, go online. There's mobile banking. There's so many different options in which you can utilize the services of First Security Bank. But more importantly, this is a Arkansas-owned, Arkansas-based company. They care about you. They care about your community. Uh, stop by, check out all the services they have to offer. That is member FDIC, equal housing lender, only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. Well, Chris, welcome to our Football Friday. Excited to be here. You have, Tim was sharing that with me. Uh, as long as you don't try to get Tim to suit up, <laughs> it sounds like... You're down to your number three quarterback. Well, we've got a few options. We're going to see how warm-ups go tonight. And, uh, you know, you've got to be willing to adjust and ready to coach. I guess we're going to earn our paycheck tonight. <laughs> so do you, when you're adjusting like that, do you favor one side? I, I say one side, running the ball more, passing the ball more. What? When you make those adjustments, what do you try to do, Chris? Well, I think the easy answer is you come out and run the football. Uh, the scary thing about that is we've got a pretty good group of wide receivers that we want to get the ball to. And so uh, we're confident in the guys that are going to play quarterback tonight. There's a couple of them. We'll see how it goes early on, and uh, I expect that we'll do a little bit of both. How much does tradition factor in, culture factor in, to the ultimate success of Greenwood? I mean, it's been good since... Rick Jones? Well, 96, when the thing kind of got going, first state finals appearance. Yeah. yeah. It's been going on for a while. Well, the support we have in Greenwood is, is unmatched. You know, from the community, uh, the administration, the parents, the kids. You know, we can call practice at 530 in the morning. We have 100% of our kids show up. and So it's just a dedication of the entire community. Uh, I'm glad we get to be a part of it, and uh, it's a fun place to coach at. You start them from Little Tops. I forget the name that you call them, but uh, even down in the third, fourth, and fifth grades, I mean, they are they are bulldogs. Yeah, the Pit Bulls is our youth program, and they've done a fabulous job, and no doubt it helps us. Uh, you can come out here on Saturday morning, and they'll be playing all day long. Uh, they'll be running our offense. They'll be calling plays our what we call them, and so it's a huge advantage for us. Those kids are getting coached and uh, learn a little bit about our schemes, and and then they get in the junior high, and it's just a head start that they have on everybody else. This, we could argue, from school to school across our great state, north, south, east, and west, this arguably has had a tremendous tradition of quarterbacks. I know Kane Archer is a little bunged up right now, probably will not play tonight, but there has been, Tim, you can go back to back when you were uh, maybe even in high school, but what a great tradition of quarterbacks here in uh, Greenwood. Well, you can go back to like 75, Donnie Sander for uh, Hondo. He was probably had the best arm of all of them that's come through here. Went to Arkansas Tech and played baseball. Uh, but he was, it kind of started there, and uh, it's been just an unbelievable run through all the guys. Brian McAnally there in the middle 80s. Um, 
Man, you want to get to Brooks Coatney in '96, and he was a sophomore starter, played three years at quarterback, and uh, you know had a really good success there. And then you get into to the meat and potatoes of the deal once uh, Coach Young shows up in '99 season. I guess was your first 2000. 2000 year, Coach Peacock. And he yes, was sir. a quarterback whisperer. It was I mean, you, so you go Tyler Wilson and and all those guys, Connor Nolan, Daniel Stegall. You know they were under Coach Young's tutelage, and it's we're real fortunate he stuck around that long. We hadn't left this, and we're super fortunate now that he. The top dog. That's been arguably one of the greatest traditions I think I've seen. There may be tight in you, running back you, all these other things, but uh, you've always had a great tradition in quarterbacks. Chris, the the guys up front, that's what makes it happen. The offensive line. If you would talk about the offensive line for the uh, Greenwood Bulldogs. Yeah, you know, it's a group that's really come on for us the last couple of weeks, led by Coach Morton. Austin Morton was a Division One offensive lineman at Arkansas State, Southside graduate, and just heck football coach. Done a great job. Uh, but we're really confident in that group. We've got seven guys that have been rotating, actually six, but we've got our left tackle back tonight, Christian Fleming, through the first game he's played this year. Uh, so there will be a chance you'll see all seven of those guys. I uh, may see them all seven at the same time uh, with our quarterback issues we got going on. But uh, just a good group. They're getting better. Really, really smart group of kids, hardworking group of kids. And uh, I thought last week at Mountain Home was the most physical we've been in a long time. Do you care to name some of those young men? Yeah. Uh, Christian Fleming, like I said, at left tackle, and Elijah Caraway. They're going to rotate there. Elijah's played the last couple ball games, and, and uh, we'll rotate tonight. Um, at left guard, we got Cody. Uh, Cody Taylor is a sophomore, played last year as a ninth grader, got a lot of Division One offers, really, really good football player. He's got a great future ahead of him. Uh, our center, Ryan Shortis, is probably going to be out tonight. He's a three-year starter for us. He's a little bit banged up. Uh, so Akira Fujibayashi, a sophomore, will get the start at center tonight. Uh, right guard will be Brett Woolsey. Uh, you know, Brett's come on and, and really gotten more physical. I've really seen some growth out of him the last few games. And so, you know, just the whole group of those guys, it's it's a weapon when you can play seven of them and uh, it allows them to rest each other a little bit and uh, we're excited about watching them play again tonight. Well, we talked about this being quarterback to you, but you've also had a great run of receivers. You've got a great group now. Talk about the receiving core. Yeah, you know, I've been around coaching receivers for a long time here, and, and we've had some special ones, some really, really good wide receivers. But I don't know that we've had as deep of a group as we do this year. Uh, L.J. Robbins, a three-year starter, had over 1,000 yards last year. Uh, Grant Carnes, a sophomore, over 1,000 yards, 17 touchdowns. Isaiah Arrington is a junior, a name that you're going to hear uh, more and more. Really got great speed, great quickness is coming on. Noah Chaser is our fourth starter. He's a senior and just done, had a fantastic year. Uh, but just a really unselfish group. They're, they're great with the ball, but what we've really stressed is being great without the ball. And, and they've taken that to another level. Uh, Peyton Preston will be back in a few weeks. He had four consecutive 100-yard games last year before he broke his collarbone, and he's been banged up a little bit, but we'll get him back. So just a really deep group, and, and it's going to be a big benefit for us tonight with a young quarterback. Hey, you got a young man named Cash who has been going to the bank <laughs> in regards to sacks. Nine and a half, I think, already by Cash Archer. What a great start to the season. Yeah, I think Cash got tired of hearing people talk about Kane. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you can say what you want, but that guy's making a name for himself and just his motor is tremendous. Uh, I think he's leading the state in sacks, and he hadn't played a half a game yet. Uh, we can't block him in practice, and uh, I get mad at him because we can't get a playoff about half the time, but just really proud of him. He's growing up. Uh, he's growing into his body. He set our bench record this year as a sophomore in offseason. And so uh, you're going to hear his name a lot in the next two years. Uh, I was looking at some numbers, kind of what you're talking about, and I was trying to look at them over even a 10-game. This young man could have almost 90 sacks. I don't realize that's an extreme. Probably won't happen. But what a remarkable uh, start again cashes off in regards to sacks. Yeah, season. yeah, it's it's incredible. I haven't seen anything like it this early in the year. The start he's gotten off to, but you know he's also making plays behind the line in the running game, and so he's not a one-way defensive lineman. You know he's making plays in the passing game and the running game, and uh, you know along with the rest of our defense, been really proud of how those guys have played. Coach Gill, uh, he's the best in the business, our defensive coordinator, and it puts those guys in a situation to be successful, but. I think we've got nine or ten guys coming back with a lot of Friday night experience, and, that, and that's huge in this league. So is, is Cash an edge, or is he a linebacker? He's an edge. Uh, you know, he's a kid that can play linebacker also, and we'll, we'll move him around a little bit and 
put him in a position to be successful. But, you know, I think obviously at the next level he'll probably be a linebacker. But right now, you know, you get nine sacks in two ball games, you better keep him a defensive end or they're going to fire you. <laughs> yeah, good. That's exactly right. All right, let's talk about the big uglies up front on the defensive front. Yeah, it starts with Cash and uh, Brendan Chick at defensive end, uh, Brady Pettigrew at nose guard. Eli Whitaker will walk him up as fourth lineman sometimes. He'll play linebacker sometimes. Uh, Riley White is another linebacker. Came back from ACL injury last year. Uh, Zach Edwards is linebacker filling in right now. Uh, we got Caleb Garner, a returning starter. has been out a few weeks. He's going to be out again tonight. Uh, we'll be excited about getting him back. But just tremendous front. You know, those guys are, are really athletic, probably more athletic than we've been in a long time. We've got a lot of 215-pound guys that can really run and, and make plays. Uh, don't have that huge defensive lineman or nose guard, uh, but together those guys, are they're a tough unit. I think of Salem Springs, I think of Fort Smith Southside and Northside as being some of your natural rivalries. Uh, talk about Siloam Springs. Yeah, a tremendous amount of respect for those guys. We've played them a long time, and, and me personally, ever since I've been here, we've played Siloam Springs and had some great battles with those guys. Uh, you know, they're they're very well coached. Brandon Craig came over from Oklahoma. He's done a great job. Uh, they're struggling a little bit this year. Their quarterback left right before the season, and I think they're trying to find their identity because of that. Had a really talented quarterback that moved off right before the year started, and that's tough. Uh, but they've got some talented kids, like I said, very, very well coached. Uh, the community supports them really well. Jeff Williams, former football coach at Southside, their athletic director. So he's going to help Coach Craig get that thing going in the right direction. Uh, and they'll get going. I just hope they wait a week to do it. <laughs> One position I forgot to highlight, well, actually two, your defensive secondary, but your running back core. You've always had a quality running game. Yeah, really excited about Braden Davis this year. He's a kid that came over from defense last year and was really banged up last year and, and missed most of the year. Uh, but he's gotten off to a great start this year. The The dynamic thing about him is we don't have to change personnel if we want to go empty. He catches the ball really well out of the backfield, uh, so we can shift from one back to empty and not have changed personnel, which is a huge advantage for us offensively. Uh, behind him is Wesley Raggio, a sophomore with tremendous upside. Uh, he's still a pup. He's he's young. Had a good game last week. Uh, he's smaller, but he's quick and sees the holes really well, and, and he's going to be one to to be a really good football player down the road for us. And your secondary. Secondary, maybe the strength, as good as the rest of our defense is, I don't know that uh, the secondary isn't our strength. Four of those five guys are back this year. We play a three-safety look. Uh, Josh Allen, uh, Braden Skaggs, Brady Mackey, uh, corner Landon Elms and Caden Elms. Uh, Brady Mackey and Landon Elms have just been dominant the first three ball games. I think Brady Mackey's as good of safety as there is in the state. Uh, you know, He'll he'll make plays behind the line of scrimmage on the in the run game, and then he'll pick off the deep pass. Uh, just a dynamic football player, really good athlete, very very intelligent football player, and uh, he kind of gets all of our guys lined up. I've gotten a dozen texts, and, and they're asking me all the same question: Where can they find this bottled water <laughs> that you use that you keep producing these great players year after year after year? Where is the fountain I can tap into? Farmers make maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we just man, our community supports us unbelievably, and like you brought up, when when the kids are playing in the third grade and running our offense, right. and the parents have them there at practice on a Wednesday night, 8 o'clock at night. It's just Greenwood's a special place, and they love their football. And uh, Tim and I are just fortunate we get to be a small part of it. I date back to uh, the early 80s with Mike Malham and, uh, when he was a cabin. And uh, it would be, you see, the dead tee. <laughs> it's sixth grade games, and you're thinking, that looks like the cabin offense right there. That's how it all begins. Chris, good luck tonight. Congratulations on all the success you've had so far and continued success for this season. Appreciate your time. Enjoyed being on. You bet. That is Chris Young, head football coach of the Greenwood Bulldogs. Drive Time Sports will continue in just one moment. Register and make your picks now for the Bud Light SEC Pick'em Challenge. Go online at 1037thebuzz.com and pick the team you think will win each week for your chance to win. Trey Schapp and Chris Shinnup with Arkansas Urology. Chris, it's the 19th annual kickoff to men's health event, this time coming to North Little Rock. Yeah, Trey, we've had a great month, and we're excited to get to our clinic in North Little Rock, 4200 Stockton Drive, on Thursday, September 28th. Gentlemen, 40 and over, it's time for them to get screened, is it not? That's right, and like our CEO, Scott Davis, says you come in for a free screen, and you might win a 65-inch 
Flat Screen TV. 501-263-0926 for more information. Sponsored by Baptist Health. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in Whitehall. Justin Anchor reminding you that if you want the job done right, then don't stress. Just go with the best. CertaPro Painters is your go-to painting company. You can get your free estimate scheduled at CertaPro.com. That's Certa with a C. Each CertaPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. People who are going to be responsible and people who are going to be accountable to you and your family to make sure your project gets done right. So if you've been thinking about sprucing up your home or business for the fall season that is almost upon us, you need to get CertaPro on the case. Use the company that I've used many times over over the years. It is CertaPro Painters. You'll be happy you did. Outdoor gear enthusiasts, prepare for a fall shopping spree like no other at Max Prairie Wings Annual Fall Fest from September 28th through October 1st. For four days only, revel in tax-free savings on top outdoor brands like Banded, Drake, Sitka, and more. Whether it's for waterfowl hunting, archery hunting, or just embracing the great outdoors, Max has you covered. And spend over $99 and they'll ship your outdoor gear for you for free in-store or online at maxbw.com. It's Max Prairie Wings Annual Fall Fest, your one-stop shop for savings on all your outdoor adventures. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to our football Friday tonight here from Greenwood High School. They prepare to take on the Siloam Springs Panthers in a moment. We'll visit with Neil Atkinson by way of Saracen. But first, I've got to talk to you about Hennard Foothills Supply Equipment. And I've got to tell you, as much as I love this weather, it is so conducive to growing my grass. And all those pesky old weeds that keep popping up. That's why you've got to have the right equipment to do the right job. At Foothill, Henry Foothills Equipment, they're going to fit you like a glove. And they've got a great line. Whether it's battery operated, electric, whether it's the zero turn mowers, the weed eaters, the, the blowers, they've got it all. And they've got the right size for the right job, whether it's commercial, whether it's residential, whether it's a gasoline engine or a diesel engine. They've got it all there in Searcy at Hennard Foothills Equipment. 501-268-1987. That's 501-268-1987. Better yet, go to 1920 South Main Street in Searcy. Hennard Foothills Equipment, your hometown dealer, no matter where you live and we are now talking with neil atkinson neil i have i have been trying my best to get um tim tim terry the legendary voice of the greenwood bulldogs i've got him here in front of him but i'm not seeing any movement i showed him all of the double r prop specials and that page has now turned red does that mean that's what you're going to end up Trying to take advantage of Tim. Got to play these five up circles. Got to play them. Chris Paul total over five and a half tackles. Uh, I like Terry and Carter. TC's a friend of mine. He's been up to visit here at Greenwood before. Total tackles over three and a half. Cam Little over four and a half extra points. Dominique Johnson over fifteen and a half rushing yards. And KJ Jefferson over a half rushing touchdown. So one touchdown gets you. That's an easy little five-spot parlay right there, I think, Randy. Isn't that <laughs> message to our ears? Is it not, Neil? Yeah. yeah. It, 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 it may not be message to my ear about 10 o'clock Saturday night, but uh, <laughs> if they all hit, it'll be okay. But, yeah, oh, hey, if we didn't want you to win them, we wouldn't put them out there. And, and, and hey, make your choices wisely and uh, – and uh, good luck on all of that other stuff. Also, want to call attention. Look at the special we put together. The most popular bet on Arkansas is Arkansas and the over. 
So we went ahead and pre-populated that for you together. You got Arkansas minus eight and a half over forty-seven and a half. If you would put that parlay together and not use that special, it would only pay plus two thirty. Heck, we put it on the front page, let you bet it, and we're going to pay you plus two seventy-five. That's a big bonus on that particular bet if that's the way you want to bet. This is the most popular bet. We do put it up. Big weekend in college football. A lot of interesting games out there. And uh, looking forward to all the flash bet action that we're going to get here in week two. Now, the flash bet, that's going to be available on Arkansas BYU, correct? Absolutely. And there is a great little promo around it. If you make a flash bet on the game on BYU in Arkansas, as little as a dollar for any of those big menus, and you post a picture on our Twitter page, you will be eligible for the drawing after the game is over with of winning one of those Apple AirPod Maxes. And that is our most popular giveaway item on the Bet Harrison X slash Twitter feed or whatever they're calling it today. I need to try a pair out. You, you, can you send me a pair to try out? If you give me a picture of your flash bet, you've got a chance of getting <laughs> All right, Neil. Don't forget the NFL action. Big day, big day on Sunday. I think there's 13 games on Sunday. Then you got the Sunday night game. you got the Monday night game. You'll find it all. Where do you find it, Neil? You'll find it all on BetSaracen.com or the app stores. And looking at the feed right now, there are 463 events different events that you can bet on bet saracen on saturday boy that's a slate we're not even in basketball season yet holy smokes all right neil have a great weekend we'll talk with you next week that is neil atkinson by way of bet saracen uh bear i've already got a couple of questions for you waiting so why don't we just jump right in on our football friday we have got Lamar at Boxside. Who wins that according to the 479? <laughs> well, 479 better get ready. I think that may be one of the premier games, at least close games, in Class 4A. We got a couple of them in that 4-4A. Who started conference play last week, and uh, Lamar beat Dover pretty handily, jumped on them 34-6 at halftime. Caleb Green, the quarterback, played well through a couple of touchdowns, and Boxsite, Randy, last week lost by five points to CAC. They missed five conversions. That's extra points, two-point conversions combined. So make those. It's a totally different game. Lamar's geared up to, stop, to try to stop or at least slow down Marcus Wimberly. And uh, the game's at the pit. Hootens.com picking Lamar to remain undefeated and hand box out its third straight loss in what should be a close game and once again go down to the final possession like in all likelihood. All right, Bear, let's go right here in Greenwood where the Bulldogs are hosting the Panthers of Salem Springs. That we've got Tim Terry. You need any any inside <laughs> skinny, so to speak, from Tim before you make your prediction. Well, Tim, Tim remembers the early days of Rick Jones when Solemn Springs was about the only team that would give Greenwood fits. That's right. Uh, Matter of fact, they beat us up there in twenty. They beat us in twenty ten and made us so mad we yeah. rattled off that fifty game win streak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, last year it was sixty one to seven, but uh, and great. You know, Greenbrier's pretty much uh, in control of this game from the start. I know there's some injuries. Concern. This is a Siloam Springs team really struggling right now. Uh, man, Siloam just so dom or Greenwood so dominant at home should give Siloam Springs fits. Greenwood pretty big tonight. Fifty-seven straight home wins. Fifty-seven. Right mm-hmm. Yeah. Fifty-seven. There was a fifty-three. Was it not in-state streak that was broken last? Fifty-four. Yeah. 54. Okay, I missed it by a game. That was Parkview knocking off the Bryant Hornets. And this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. This from J.K. in Fair, uh, Fairfield Bay. Clinton Yellow Jackets took care of Little Rock Hall. What do you think about the Jackets this week? Well... You know, Hall played uh, Pottsville in the game last night. We can, we can talk about it in a little bit, Randy. But uh, this week... I think Clinton, they're at Mayflower. 
They beat Mayflower last season, and believe it or not, that's the first time those two teams had hooked up in, in two decades. So uh, Clinton's uh, running back, Zane uh, Widener, listened to his stats a week ago. 17 carries, 240 yards, four touchdowns, two punt returns for 91 yards. And he had five tackles on defense. Uh, Clinton ran for 500 yards in that game. They're undefeated. Hootens.com uh, thinks Clinton stays that way. Hands Mayflower a loss, and you now Mayflower's wins. They're they're two and zero also, but uh, their two wins over smack over Drew Central, so they feel like they have something to prove. Let's check in with Jake. Jake, good afternoon. Welcome to our football Friday. Hey guys, how's it going? Man, going great. How about you? Oh, doing pretty good. Uh, I just wanted to ask about uh, Sylvan Hills at Thirsty. And then uh, Catholic have been. I'll hang up and listen. Just want to hear about those two. All right. Thank you, Jake. Some big games in the East of Class 6A. Cersei, they've beaten Seven Hills three of the past five years. Last season it was about six points. Uh, last week, Cersei, they, they stayed unbeaten, went to Sheridan and won a shootout by nine points. Uh, the game was tied at, at halftime, and Cersei was up by a point in the, early in the fourth quarter and kind of put it away. Uh, Lewis Garcia, Charles Thompson, Lawson Wimberly all played well on the defensive side of the ball for Cersei, but the offense is what gives Cersei the advantage in this game. Um, they've scored 51 points a game this season. Sylvan Hills scoring less than four points a game. Cersei wins this at, at, uh, over Sylvan Hills. And then Catholic at Denton should be a really good one. Both teams in the semifinals a year ago. Um, Catholic beat Benton in the regular season to get that conference championship. Last week, Benton scored 48 unanswered points, beat Sylvan Hills 48-17, to 17 and put up over 400 yards of offense. Drew Davis and uh, Klein Hooten combined at quarterback, and they'll each take reps this week. Uh, Braylon Russell, I think that's the big unknown, Randy. Uh, probably not going to play. Uh, he didn't play against Sylvan Hills, but everybody's Ooh. hoping he can make a speedy recovery. And he may, they, they may have changed their mind within the past two days. He may be able to play. But the Rockets have a really good offense this season. Um, but their defense has been the story. Last week they shut out Green County Tech 30 to nothing. Jace, uh, Jackson Hatchet rather had a huge game. Eight tackles. Brock Hatchet had seven. Hoops.com picks bitten by a narrow margin over Catholic in a, another game that should go right down to the wire. And I think you can only imagine we have a question from Jim from Boonville. I would be disappointed if I hadn't had this question. So we'll get to that once we step aside at the top of the hour break. Rick Schaefer along with Barry Grooms of Hootons, Arkansas Football Magazine. Tim Terry, our Football Friday will continue. Fresh off their summer lineup of convertible sports cars. For September, Saracen is giving away the king of luxury pickups, Toyota's new Tundra Capstone from Trotter Toyota. The Tundra Capstone is the ultimate in luxurious trucks, and it can be yours just for playing your favorite games at Saracen Casino Resort. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play 